Hello, and welcome to Duking It Out with Nick and Natalie Dukerin. I am Natalie Dukerin. Oh, sorry, I was supposed to say my name. Yeah, my name is Nick. This I is... was looking at the, the sound wave stuff, trying to make sure it's all good. Oh, and is it all good? Yeah, it's fine, I oh. think. Our sound waves are good? I think so. We have good frequencies? <laughs> Hopefully. No feedbacks of any kind? No. I tried to. I just tried to teach you before we started what feedback was. I was like, are you interested? And she's like, let's just get this show on the road. That's exactly what I said. And I won't hijack this podcast and explain what feedback is to the listeners. Thank you for not wasting our time. Okay, so we are kicking it off. We've got a little bit more structure. So yeah. the first thing that we're going to start talk about is duking it out, which is we're going to try to hit the podcast running with something that we are debating slash arguing about. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? It's fair. So I need to, I need to say this. Okay, I need to preface it by this one. For, uh, it is what it is. <laughs> so I work for a church, uh-huh. and we're trying to lead people through this global pandemic. Yes. So that being said, if you're listening to this, just know I'm not I, I'm not repping any organization. I'm still figuring this out. We're just kind of chit-chatting it up. Also, this is Saturday. So if in like four days, my opinion is 100% wrong, just know that like I recorded this on Saturday so if you're gonna argue with me, you have to go back in time into like your Saturday morning mentality. Saturday, April fourth. And then say, okay, what did I did I disagree with him on Saturday? And my answer is yes. So the the debate is <laughs> is I feel this is I feel nervous now saying it because I don't want to get ridiculed. However, this is my thing. Well, we have a lot of medical professional friends who, who will help do. us out. Enough preferencing. I just own it. Own your opinion. Own your thoughts. I don't think we should be wearing masks in public. And I think we should, because now the CDC is recommending that we do. So I didn't know that. However, I... I told you that this morning. No, no, no. I didn't know that when I had my opinion, but I still think... You still still had your opinion this morning. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Okay, so here's my thing. Oh my gosh, this man. I think that... Okay, my argument is this. Mm -hmm. We are social distancing. Mm -hmm. Mad people are wearing gloves. Mm -hmm. Stores and stuff are doing their intelligent part in maintaining the numbers within a store so that everyone can properly socially distance and everyone's kind of playing their part. Mm -hmm. We're doing a lot already. Mm -hmm. The next level of protection to the public would be wearing masks. However, it's a very costly next step given the fact that we need these masks in more critical areas. And so I think that, so our, basically our, argument disagreement this morning was we got some masks from a family member who Mm -hmm. works uh where the mask can be helpful where he works yeah right and he kind of gave us some mask just in case so we have a handful of masks we have four we have four that's it yep Uh, we got four masks and four set of gloves and we wore our gloves today so now we have two sets right so the gloves i think are a good idea but the masks i'm like okay here's my issue with the mask we've self-isolated really well we have, we have not presented symptoms, and and I know that you can walk around asymptomatic. But my thing is, is that both of us are asymptomatic. Like both of us show no symptoms. Yeah. So the chances of one of us being asymptomatic, chances are maybe the other person would show at least some symptoms. Mm-hmm. Both of us have been a hundred percent symptom free. So we are at the lowest conceivable risk of being asymptomatic carriers of COVID-19 and the masks are to protect other people from us. Yes. So I'm thinking like, 
if we only have four masks, and I thought we had a little bit more. But we can get more. You're, like, the person we got them from has <clears throat> a box of 100 for his work, and work has changed a little bit. So we have access to more if we need more. If we need more, yeah. So I, I guess I'm kind of just of the opinion that, like, part of it was an optic thing. Because I'm like... You felt guilty for wearing a mask when you felt like they were should go to healthcare professionals. Correct. So my thing is, is that if we know that all of these masks ought to go to people in hospitals and, it, like, predominantly that... But here's the thing with that thinking is that... Wait, wait, wait let me finish it off. <laughs> so just so, no, just so they can hear... I, I, I rolled my eyes. Huh? I rolled my eyes. Oh, you rolled your eyes. I'm You're whispering. Like, I can't. No, okay. I no, just so just so that people listening can hear the opinion. I think that if we were to wear the mask out in public, mm-hmm. it's propagating the idea that this is a good step for us as the public right now and to wear I, masks. To wear masks, which the CDC recommended yesterday. Okay, so here's the thing, though. The, in the events, which we are, where we have a very limited amount of masks, we don't have enough masks for the hospital system. Mm-hmm. If people continue to wear masks, doesn't it send the message that, like, hey, get it while you can and wear it? And isn't that taking away the resource from the places that need it most? Well, I I see what you're saying, but I think it it's so limited. First of all, they're recommending bandanas. They're recommending wearing a scarf over your, you know, they're not saying you need to get one of these hospital masks. They're saying wear anything. My parents tried to go out and buy a mask after the CDC recommendation came out, could not find them anywhere. Just trying to even get painter's masks. Couldn't get anything. They're not even available. Right. So what did they do? They went online and bought those like survivor buffs. So they wear them, you wear Mm. it around your neck and then you can pull it up over your nose and your mouth. Mm. And that's what they're going to wear. So the recommendation to wear a mask can look like so many different things. My sister was just talking, I was talking on the phone with her earlier. She's going to wrap a scarf with some scrunchies, like some cute girl on Instagram did. So she can cover her mouth. She has to go to a job site. She works an essential job in the construction industry. Um, and she has to go to a job site. In the States. Because I think States. we might have different rules in Ontario. That's why. I just want to Oh, yes, that. I think. Yeah. But she doesn't work in residential. She works in commercial. Okay. So it's um, getting a senior living home ready for people to move in. No one's moved in yet. That sounds super important. Yes. So, um, so there's just tons of different ways. We happen to have access to four paper masks, like paper cloth. I don't, sure, the normal masks yeah, yeah. that you would get if you went to a doctor's office and they said, you're coughing here, take a mask. We have access to four of those in our house. I said, we have them. We should use them. The CDC is recommending for so many reasons. And you felt guilty about wearing them, but also it's like, what are we, here's the part where I'm like, it's almost like feeling guilty for staying home when hospital workers have to work 12 hour shifts. Don't feel guilty. That's what you're supposed to be doing. So when we think, when you think, oh, this one mask should be on a nurse, it's like, well, if you wore the mask and then you didn't infect anyone or you kept yourself kept yourself safe you just saved that nurse one patient or two patients or three patients you don't know right so actually when you do your part and listen to experts then I'm like it there's nothing to feel guilty about because we're doing what we're told so there's nothing to feel guilty about staying home if you have access to a mask please wear one if you have extra nine n95s laying around please donate those but like one box of a hundred masks that we've all rifled through at this point 
maybe not going to be a worthwhile hospital donation, actually maybe worthwhile for some neighbors to take advantage of that, for us to use them, you know? And then I was like, this morning, I was like, well, if it's like a thing that you, people are going to look at us and think we're jerks, then like, I have a scarf, I can wear a scarf. And so I brought the <laughs> mask. we got to Costco. We got to Costco and freaking half the people were wearing masks. Almost 90% of the people were wearing gloves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say most people were wearing gloves. I would say about a quarter of the people were wearing masks, which is a lot. Like if you mm-hmm. actually look at a crowd of people and one in four people are wearing a mask, that's mm-hmm. actually a lot. So I don't want to exaggerate, but mm-hmm. like literally one in four people probably had a mask. Yeah. So... I was like, we don't, we would not look like jerks if we were wearing masks right now. We would look like normal citizens going about our day. So we didn't wear masks today at Costco. We did wear gloves. We did wear gloves. We did sanitize and wash hands Mm -hmm. very strategically. Mm -hmm. We didn't pull the whole like, take off your clothes and shower off after you get back. We didn't do that. Mm -mm. Maybe we'll reach that point. We have not reached that point yet. But the mask thing was so frustrating to me this morning. I felt like all of you, and then you were like so needing to defend yourself and talk through, <laughs> this is why, I'm like, I at this point I don't care, I've already said I'm not going to wear the mask, just let's go, and you're like, but this is what I was thinking, and this is what I was thinking, and I was like, this boy, aren't you freaking, I was like, if his darn pride don't kill us, I don't know what will, I'm just kidding, you're I not prideful. Was, I just, okay, it's part, here's what it is. I think, so it's kind of like the hoarding idea, right? Mm -hmm. If nobody freaked out about the toilet paper, everyone would have had toilet paper all the time. Mm -hmm. But because some people freaked out, it caused everybody to like mad dash for like toilet paper. Yeah. And But now we're at the point where experts are saying, hey, actually, we said don't wear masks so that hospitals could get them. However, we're reaching the point where there's too many asymptomatic cases. Too many people infected, they're asymptomatic. It's actually safer for, to just wear a mask for all the time. everyone to just wear a mask when you go out. And then, me, yeah, but me, it doesn't yeah, even yeah. have to be a mask, right? It can be a bandana. <clears throat> it can be a scarf. It can be any sort of covering. It can be one of those like snowboarder thingies. And I think the the logic is, is if you have it, you're at least suppressing your breath going everywhere in your the chance droplets. that this is... Oh, yeah, it's still the droplets thing? Yeah, we're still on the droplets. That's why you wash your hands, because if you've touched something with droplets on it, and then you touch your face, that's how you spread it. Oh, I thought this was because, like, they were afraid that this was actually more airborne than they previously realized. No, not from what I've heard. Okay. It's all about the droplets. Okay, okay. Oh, Okay, well, here's the thing. You we were wrong. Need, it's okay. No, no, no. We don't know yet. We're mm. going to... We're going to... Mm-hmm. We have a lot of uh, mm-hmm. medical friends yes. that will DM us, hopefully. So if you're, you're a nurse or doctor or medical... And it, you need a small amount of masks, let us know. <laughs> I can give you four. Uh, I was going to say that... Please chime in and let me know, am I crazy or yes, is crazy. Natalie crazy? This is the thing, though. <laughs> I am like, I was never a mask wearer. I didn't. I took those masks from your from where we got them begrudgingly. Like the person that was giving it to us, please take them. I was like, I don't really think they're necessary, but whatever. So I took them. That's true. You were being kind, and uh, now they they might come in handy. And now they might come in handy. And so it wasn't until recommendations started coming out from the CDC, Center for Disease Control in the United States, recommending, and even. The Trump administration has not recommended, I don't know about the Trudeau administration, I don't think they have recommended, 
Trump administration, but there's a big divide in the United States government right now. Do we recommend people wear masks? Or do we not? And the CDC just said, screw whatever you guys are doing. We're saying you should wear a mask when you go outside. There's just too many asymptomatic people out there. Hmm. And we don't know how long you can be carriers of a virus you're asymptomatic of. But if you're asymptomatic, how are these droplets getting around if you're not sneezing and coughing? Because when you talk... Just that little bit. Just eh? talking. Dang. Yeah. It's not just the coughs and the sneeze. It's talking. It's... Um, Which is probably why Trump wanted to hold back 3M from sending the mask out to yeah. Mexico and Canada. Because mm-hmm. he's like, hey, if we need this for all of our people, we can't afford for any of them to go anywhere else. And bless 3M for telling the president no, because that's garbage. Yeah. yeah. Which, for me, I like, and this is a point I was going to bring up later, but like... It's actually, I think it really exposed a vulnerability in that, come closer. Um, It really exposed a vulnerability in that, like, even more, eh? Okay, okay. Um, Hopefully I wasn't too, too quiet in the past. But um, it exposed this vulnerability that, like, hey, if all of our medical supplies are coming from one localized location, that's kind of hectic because... Yeah. Suppose, like, this this tiny island, what do you need? A pyre? Is that better? Mm -hmm. That's better. Okay. Um... Suppose we need, like, all of these, like, I don't know, this particular type of medicine, and it's up to the Faroe Islands to produce all of it for the world, mm-hmm. and something happens to the Faroe Islands. Or yeah. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's yeah. it's tricky, because, I don't know, I, think, I just think it exposed, like, a vulnerability where it's obviously more cost-effective always for the economy to always have, like, one centralized place just pump out the same thing for everyone, but this is this is the the risk associated, you know. Yeah. And three M's mm. not the only one making masks. No, true, true, true. I just mean like in general, though. Like you know, like if if uh, yeah, you need like you want to diversify your portfolio. Well, for instance, like let's say, well, yeah, like okay, well, I'm thinking about it from Canada's perspective. Suppose three M obeyed Trump. Yeah. Boom! Like we're a whole nation in trouble now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so in that, like, thank God, three M kind of didn't do that stuff. But yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's my just thinking about all that jazz but even in this crazy time there's more people helping than not Mm -hmm. and we recently saw today which i thought was really cool and so if you're listening and you want to know how to do this or how to maybe financially contribute to this happening let me know Uh, dm me and i'll give you information but there's a woman in our area that's been making headbands with buttons on the side for nurses and that sounds super weird, but it's actually so that the nurses and the doctors can wear the headbands and wrap their mask around the button as opposed to their ear. Because everyone's wearing masks all, all the, the time, time now. They're getting sore. Super sore and super scratched up and raw and uncomfortable. Yeah. So then they can put the little hoops of their mask around the button the buttons, yeah. instead of their ear. Yeah, I thought that was a great idea. Such a great idea. And this yeah. woman's just literally been buying dollar store headbands wow. and sewing buttons on them. So smart. So smart. Now, I can't sew for crap, but I <laughs> can throw a few dollars her way. Okay, but you can't help in another way. Mm-hmm. So if you, if anyone follows us on Instagram, you know that every couple of weeks, uh, BC, before Corona, <laughs> we, would go to, we would go to Chick-fil-A. Probably like... Chick-fil-A? Probably once a month for sure. Oh, for sure. Well, since Toronto got Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Well, since you've been... Since we've been in Toronto, Yorkdale's always had a Chick-fil-A. That's true. Um, yeah. So basically, January, February, we've gone three times. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, we went right before, like right as Corona was starting to. Yeah, we did. And it was and then, empty. And then we found out that Corona does do uh, Skip the Dishes Corona, or one of Chick-fil-A. those. It does one of those delivery services. Uh-huh. It does DoorDash. Chick-fil-A does DoorDash. There you go. The problem is, is we're in Ajax and the closest one in New York is Yorkdale, which is like 40 minutes away. Yeah. So, so they do not DoorDash to, say, to us. We are, we are, <laughs> needless to say, we cannot. Um, no. We can't get Chick-fil-A. No, we can't get Chick-fil-A. Or so we thought... Well, so you freaking thought you gave up on the idea of even pursuing how can we get Chick-fil-A. I did all this research and I had all the ideas. Is it, is it, is it going to work? I think so. Well, we're not actually going to do it. Are no. We? I don't think we're I would do have it. you do it. I'm not doing it. No, this is too <laughs> sketchy. It's it's like admirable. So we're going to like say this possibility that we thought of. Yeah. We're not doing this. <laughs> I don't mind driving 40 minutes personally to Chick-fil-A. However, it's gaming the system. Like we're, you can't we're, get in. You can't get in. Well, maybe you could. Here's so spit the plan. Tell them how they could get Chick Fil A. So the Chick Fil A is in a mall, which yeah is closed down. But even now, as I'm saying this, I wonder if they maybe would just let you in and take it out. Maybe they're letting only DoorDash people, they like might. only food delivery people, like people that are doing yeah. So I was like, well, first I thought. Nick's parents live closer to Yorkdale than we do. So I put in their address. It's still way too far. Still way too far. No dice. So then I thought, I said, Nick, do we know anyone that lives near Yorkdale? And he just looked at me and he's like, you're not getting Chick-fil-A. We don't know anyone. We don't have any address. <laughs> so then I said. I have one person I know, but they live in an apartment building. You offer me. Yeah, but it's an apartment building. It's awkward. Like I could just meet the delivery guy in the parking lot. So that was my suggestion. I said, what if I put my address as the Yorkdale Mall address Uh and say I was in the parking lot and then have them deliver it to my car? Correct, yeah. But then I took it one step further. Right. This was when I was like, okay, that was genius. What if you sign up as a DoorDash delivery guy and deliver your own order to yourself? There you go. And that is how you could potentially, we're not recommending this, but in theory, here's how someone... Slithery could game the system. <laughs> There's nothing slithery about it. Well, I don't think you should unnecessarily. I mean, we're in a spot where we're trying to keep everything to a minimum. So I think even trying to bend the rules feels like it's like breaking the ethic of the law. You know what I mean? It would be like, so let's say I DoorDash. I could DoorDash. So Chick-fil-A. I could, I could, I, what I could do is I could order Chick fil A to the parking lot. And Natalie, the DoorDash delivery person, could go in and get it for yes, my car. Yes, 100%. Yeah. It's sketchy. It's I sketchy. I don't think it's sketchy at all. Well, I just, I think like, okay, my thing is, is like in a time where we're trying to limit societal, like people, we're trying to physically distance. I'm like, that's one more person who doesn't need Chick-fil-A who's going to go in and cross paths with other people. Oh, so you're thinking just don't order food at all. No, I'm saying keep it local. I'm saying, I'm saying, no, no, my I'm thing is. I'm literally like looking side to side, like with a confused look on my face. Like, why does that matter? I don't understand. It's not like we're going to another country or even another province. No, but Yorkdale is like far away. So it, it's like 40 minutes away. Mm-hmm. So. Probably 30 with no, tra- no traffic. But I'm saying if every, that's the thing. If everyone stays at home, then oh, the virus. Oh, not everyone's going to do this Chick-fil-A hack, babe. No, but okay. So, okay. But let's say we're asymptomatic. Wear the we, freaking mask. Then we just took the COVID from Ajax to Yorkdale. But that's the thing with all delivery drivers right now. But no, but it's staying local because like there's there's a there's a like a mile radius that you can't get food outside of your normal vicinity. Oh, so, so your problem with it isn't that 
I am going in as a driver. The real problem with it is that I'm going in as a driver someplace so far away from where I live. That's my beef. Yeah. I want 100% bet that DoorDash drivers are driving farther than where they live. But, okay, so here's where I'm like, a DoorDash driver is an essential service right now. And so I'll make myself an essential service and go get that essential (laughs) chicken sandwich, boy! (laughs) Man! All right, okay, I'm going to try to stop sussing your flow. I feel like I've just been a damper to you. I feel like you have been. My bad. What, earlier when I tried to wear the mask, dampened me. Er, now, trying just now, trying to get my Chick-fil-A, dampened me. <laughs> and it doesn't help that, oh, I should quickly address this, but then we won't, we will, we'll keep it moving. <laughs> I was super depressed last episode. You were. So if you made it to this episode and you thank listened you. to the last one, thank you for giving us another chance. <laughs> I don't know why I was so depressed. It's okay. Um, but it made me a believer in prayer again. Not that I was prayer like, works. not that, okay, I should make sure I qualify that as I am a pastor. Um, it's not that I didn't As you are Nick Dukerin. Yeah, exactly. And as always qualifies himself. Yes, 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 that's true. Uh, no, it's not <laughs> that I didn't actually believe in prayer. But what it was is I was feeling super down and, and depressed yeah. and sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I did, and then I woke up the same way after the yeah. next day. And then I just kind of cared about my day and nothing really I didn't do anything or even address it. And then all of a sudden my mood really, ju- I just noticed a couple hours later, like, oh my gosh, my mood is totally better. Mm. And that's when you had told me that you and your mom had been praying for me. Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't like, I, I sound like disbelieve in prayer, but it was just this moment. It was, it was a, it was a beautiful reminder. I'm like, oh yeah, like, yeah. yeah, prayer really does work. And that was really powerful. And I think what was powerful is there was no, for me, cause I am kind of bent towards skepticism. Mm. And so there's a sense in which like, oh if I know she's praying, then it's probably just confirmation bias that, like, mm. I, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm aware of this, so I'm looking for the change inside of myself. But that none of that was true, right? I, yeah. I, I didn't even know that people were praying. And then, yeah. And then. Shout out to my favorite intercessor, my mm. favorite Howl. Sorry, everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's the beast knees. I really do love my mom. Yeah, so that was cool. That was yeah. good. It was good to to be encouraged mm-hmm. in, in my own walk with Jesus that way. Yeah, and I'm so glad that you're doing better. I know you're not alone, and I've, I think everyone's hitting that point, right, where we're like, all right, yeah. we're yeah. getting yeah. the ups and downs, the emotions of grieving, you know, what we're losing in this time. Mm-hmm trying to figure out how to manage the stress of this time, maintaining connection with people as often as possible, trying to stay productive and motivated, also giving yourself tons of grace to relax and rest. It's a lot. Yeah. My, my coworker sent uh, an article to me because I'd opened up to my my team in terms of what I was going through. Mm-hmm. And uh, she she sent me this article that was that basically – it was from I think it was the Economist, no Harvest Har- Harvest Harvard Business Review. Mm. So a bunch of the coworkers were on a conference call, and they had basically what seems like the authority on grief come in and talk to them. Wow! And uh, yeah, and they had this phrase called anticipatory grief, mm. which is the idea that like if I can remember it properly, but it's basically that everything is shifted out kind of from under you, mm. and so you're you're. You're grieving the loss of normalcy, yeah. but but the anticipatory the the part with anticipation is that you don't know what normal is like on the other side of this, yeah. and so I think that that's kind of something that we're all kind of dealing with, where yeah. it's like oh like all of our sense of normalcy has kind of been stripped away from us, yeah. and we don't know when it's going to finish, we don't know when it's going to end, and like 
and that's part of the difficulty mm-hmm. and 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 it was really powerful to just name it and be like that is sadness that is grief mm-hmm. and that's what yeah. we're a lot of us are collectively going through yeah. and uh yeah so that was super helpful so shout out to her but yeah yeah. and i hope that's helpful for you guys and just know that we're all in this together and that nick and i are always here for any of our friends family listeners yeah it's true only our friends and family are are listeners so we are yeah (laughs) but um there was a cool there was this thing i think it was on the economist that i was reading in terms of some of the things that can be helpful in this time Mm. and it was actually this idea of rituals so it's like Mm. like creating rituals for yourself is super important and it's different than re- things that you it's different than repeatable things so rituals hmm. can be as simple as i always shower before i brush my teeth oh. or i always tie my right shoe before my left and and they said the power of a ritual is that you ascribe meaning to it so you can't be like what's your ritual well i'll just copy that mm. it's something that's self-generated that gives you meaning and purpose and actually i think what it is is that it creates a it creates some sort of predictable thing hmm. that is a coping mechanism for us yeah. so which is pretty crazy because i realized oh i always tie my right shoe before my left and it would be so mentally hard mm. now like that's a big word phrase to use but it mm. would actually be minorly mentally taxing to tie my left shoe before my right and that's interesting. you know what i mean yeah. and so all of these little tiny rituals are things that get built into our our mind yeah. to actually help us cope with just the regular like i, I don't know just to cope with life and yeah. so in this time of of us being totally thrown for a loop and us having to figure out completely different normals and all of that yeah all the more reason why we have to actually develop new rituals, yeah. new new repeatable things that we ascribe meaning to that can actually yeah. kind of help us out, which I thought was fascinating. I thought it was really great. That is really fascinating. And, and it also further cements the idea that, like, getting ready for your day mm. is important to your mental health. Yeah. And however you do that. Yeah. Like, I always brush my teeth and shower. I get up, I brush my teeth, I shower. Then I have my other routine within that. And then I'm ready for the day. Even if I just put on, well, most days I just put on leggings and sweatshirts, you know, so I'm not really, and I don't put on makeup or anything, but. You did yesterday. That was nice. I did put it on you. Yeah. We went on a little date. A little date day. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. We did Um, something unnecessary. We drove through Starbucks and then we took a nice walk right by our house. mm -hmm. Um, That was a nice little date. It was. Yeah. It was a really nice date. Um, so I'm trying to do more research for this for the podcast, and I, I learned Nothing that... Nothing but facts up in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except yeah. when we don't know any of the facts, and then we just talk. <laughs> and I learned, unfortunately... See our billionaire podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I learned that online newspapers are not free. No, it's so annoying. Yeah, which I understand, because, I mean, you have all these professionals that are professionally scoping out stories and fact-checking yeah. things for us. There is a cost to that. So I, I I think that, anyway, in the back of my head, I'm like, I need to create a budget for... Subscriptions. Getting, yeah, getting credible news and not just... Yeah. Yeah. I also deleted Facebook from my phone. Nice. Because I, I think I realized, like, it's it's so mentally taxing to have to filter through fake news and, mm. dispo- and like, you know what I mean? And yeah. So my feed was full of people who were posting stuff and then in the comments you just be, be read people saying oh this is actually disproven and yeah and i realized like oh I, 
there was a moment where I think I recalled something as if it were true, and then I remembered, oh, wait, no, that article wasn't legitimate. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, actually, like, I need to actually guard myself from misinformation. So yep. I didn't delete the account, but I deleted the icon and, and the my little shortcut on my browser. Oh, so you can't get to Facebook. Yeah, I was like, I, I need to... I need to protect myself from this. Yeah, that's smart. That's very smart. Yeah. There's wild times out there on the Facebook. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have anything? Well, we uh, went to Costco. Mm-hmm. We went to Costco today. If you saw, as I said, this is Saturday, April 4th, that we were recording this. Um, it was fun. No, actually, it was really interesting. So, obviously, aside from the mask situation, which everyone has been thoroughly brought up to date, mm. going to Costco in and of itself was interesting. It was the first time... I was really stressed out before I went. You were. I was. That's why we got in a fight about masks. Yeah. And... I'm glad you're taking responsibility for your stress. Shut your face. <laughs> First of all, sir. Oh, my gosh. I'm just teasing. Um, I was so stressed. I was like, okay, we need to be prepared for anything we're going to go into. I've heard from this person and this person that this is what Costco's doing, and this person said this, but it was different at this Costco. And, I mean, a few people raised some fair points when I posted on Instagram that we were on the Costco line. They're like, why are you even at Costco? You could just go to a normal grocery store. But I'm glad we went to Costco because they do have those bulk deals. Yeah, it's way cheaper to shop at Costco. Yeah, for certain things. And we needed those things. We needed things like trash bags. And we needed things like... We had cleaned out our kitchen pretty well. We we, 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 Yeah, yeah. We had thoroughly used up. And we don't keep a lot of unnecessary... We're not a family with kids yet. So our pantry is very small Mm -hmm. and it gets used very easily. Like we don't have a lot of unnecessary food items. So this was like a big stock up. It was a big stock up. Um, And we knew going in and we were prepared like, okay, we're going to do a big Costco run. Hopefully we won't have to go again in like a month. That's the hope. And I think we reached that. Minus like a few items, a few fruit, yeah. fresh vegetables. And so yeah, we might some need. things are gonna go bad. So, but I think we're I think we're rock solid for like yeah two weeks, and we'll be able to be three weeks, and we'll still be fine. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we got baguettes for days. Oh so my there gosh. is this. I love this so much. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so obsessed with this deal. So in Canadian Costco, I don't know about the States Costco. There, so we went into. Okay, so I was super stressed. Wait, let me just tell the story from start to end. Super stressed, and part of it I realized was the unknown of I don't know what I'm walking into. I don't know what it's going to be like when mm. I get there. I don't know. Do I need a mask? Do I not need a mask? I brought a bag of Clorox wipes and a thing of hand sanitizer. Are they going to be sanitizing things? Are someone had told me that they went to a Costco and you they filter you through the aisles and you point at something and they put it in your basket so that you your cart so you don't have to touch anything until you get to your car. Mm-hmm. So I was prepared for that in case that happened. And ultimately we stood in a long line and then once they finally let us in, it was like free range and we just like, we perused and went wherever we want. And because they gate, they, because they only let people in sparsely, Mm -hmm. once you're in, it it actually wasn't that bad to be honest. I am thinking though, we live in like a suburb of a major metropolitan area with other Costco's around. So I, I'm assuming that other Costco's in higher population areas might be different 
Scarborough? Yeah. I bet you the one my parents would go to is probably way more hectic than the one in Ajax. Yeah. Yeah. I would assume. Because we, I would say we waited outside for like 15 minutes. Yeah. And, and Renee said she waited for 45. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. and when we were in there, we were we were pretty... We were pretty chill. Like, we weren't in a rush, and yeah. there wasn't a lot of people, so... And they've kind of, like, blocked things off, so certain areas aren't really open. Um, yeah. And they kind of filter you through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you kind of have to go in a certain direction. Yeah. But we got in this. there. Yeah. Sorry. I had no clue that this was this stressful for you. Yeah. I don't think I really realized it. I mean, I did when we were leaving, like, but I didn't say anything, because... Well, you were like, oh, let's make coffee and bring it. And I'm like, you can't bring your coffee into Costco because you're going to wear your gloves and then you're going to bring it to your face. And then, and like all these things are going through my mind. And I think it's just hitting me in a new way Mm. that it's not just enough to social distance. Like it's, I think a level of my safety, I'm finally feeling. Is under jeopardy. Yes. Whereas before I was like, well, I'm doing everything I can. And now I'm like, am I? Are we? Is the inevitable? Is this right. inevitable? Like, what is inevitable? What's, what does this right. curve mean? Where are we at? Like, totally. Are, are, how many deaths are we expecting? Am I gonna, is someone in my family gonna be part of that? Like, I, I think it's just, there's a reality I think that's set in now that we've been in this for so long mm. where I'm like, okay, yeah, we, at the beginning we were like looking at what China was, what was going on in China and we we're like, this is heartbreaking. This is terrible. Of course. But it devastated. feels distant. It, it felt feels, so you feel distant. Removed. You do feel removed. And, and there was that, okay, this is coming our way. We're preparing. Right. But now we have to live it out and we actually have to live out the hard part now, yeah. which is being and, in the and, midst of it. And we have a growing number of people that we can, that are in our life that are affected by the pandemic. Yeah. I'm yes. Like we know people who have lost jobs. We know people, a lot of people have been laid off. We know people who, um, have been are exposed. At risk. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. So yeah. it's definitely starting to hit home. Yeah. I don't know. It's not stressful. I think. Yeah. I think know. it's just now hitting me like, so, um, my f- mom had a, a friend who lost a sibling to COVID. I have a friend currently who just was exposed and to someone she didn't know at the time had COVID-19 and wasn't wearing proper mm. masks or anything. So she's on a 14-day quarantine. And there's that unknown, right? Like um, I reached out to my friend and she's like, yeah, I feel good. You know, I'm, I'm feeling optimistic and positive. But the idea of like, we won't know until 10 days, 14 days. Like, we won't know, right? Mm. Um, And we are at a very low-risk area in comparison to other people, and we have been social distancing and doing a very good job at it for a while now. But every time I think about it, now that we go out, I'm like, we're putting ourselves at danger in a way that it just didn't feel before, Mm. you know? So... When we went to Costco, I was super stressed. And we got there and we had fun. Nick pretended to Tokyo drift the cart in the line, which was Y'all funny. Good for you, eh? 
That's don't take I'm too much credit. Of. I'm like, dang, I'm, this is my big takeaway. Man, I'm such um, a good husband for you. Like, No, I was so stressed <laughs> and you argued with me and then you argued with me again and then you argued with me a third. No. no I think I'm just more of the, what do I call it? Not persuasion. The more like posture of like, we're going to do what we can, but mm-hmm. and then we're going to experience what we experience. And yeah. I think when I experience things, it's definitely like harder or uh, like I'm willing to go through it when I go through it. But I, I think what I'm hearing from you that I don't see in my own experience is this thing where I'm like, oh, I'm essentially experiencing, oh, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess fear essentially like mm-hmm. prematurely or it's, mm-hmm. it's not prematurely for you. But for me, it seems like, well, why would I be afraid of these things if these things are actually out of my control? Mm-hmm. Like if we it's almost like it, it uh, to put it like unfortunately frank it's like if we get it we get it but we we can't we can't live but if we do 98 percent of the things like i I can't beat myself up for not doing the 99th thing like that Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i'm sorry i'm not trying to bring it back to the the mass thing so but anyway i think i'm just kind of not it's good for me to hear that that's where you're at i think i just am learning that that's where you're at i didn't realize that you were going through all that this morning that's all I'm trying to say. Mm. I was trying to be funny at first, but I am trying That's- to be empathetic. <laughs> uh, honestly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah. Well, I think, well, I, I hear what you're saying. I was just going to gloss over it and keep going. But no, go I hear what you're saying, but also the idea that we could be doing something and we didn't for any reason, hmm. that's frustrating to me. Especially if it hits home. Yeah. So the idea that, you know, the mask thing was whatever today, I think we'll be fine. But the idea that going forward, if we had stayed home, if we had not ordered takeout, like I don't, the idea of that thing when we could have done something and we didn't, that really does frustrate me. Mm. And I'm at a place now where I too, where I'm like, I'm not just, I feel like I'm doing a good deal of what I can do. But I don't know about all the other hoo-hahs out there hmm. and the people that are sneezing on produce and the people that are not washing their hands. and the pe- You know, there are people like that out there. And there is a great deal of people taking it seriously and, then, and there's a portion that aren't. And I need to make sure that I'm one that takes it seriously hmm. because I will come across someone who isn't. And that's where I'm at emotionally, physically, mentally. Like I'm under that mindset of, I'm going to come across someone who does not take it seriously eventually. And I need to be ready because I do take this seriously and I want to stop the transmission. Like sure. I want to yeah. be the, the person to stop the train, stop the line of infection. Hmm. But I don't know. I don't know why it hit me so recently, like yesterday and today. I'm like, oh, it is hitting different in a way. Um than it has been maybe just because it, it I mean we are in the thick of it getting worse and great things are happening we are flattening the curve and it, it could be a lot worse than it is which is amazing that we have done such a great job social distancing we need to continue to do that um, Ontario is closing down even more things um, and redefining what an essential service is which I think is great um, mostly it sounds though that like they just shut down construction sites 
Uh, no, because they went from like seventy services to forty something, like seventy oh. something to forty something. So what else I think, did they cut out? Sorry, I didn't read I the list. I didn't read the list. Mm. But what's cool is okay. So regardless of your opinion of Doug Ford, I think that mm-hmm. there's a growing consensus that wow, this guy's really leading the province very yeah. well at this time, which is amazing, and we're so grateful for that. So yeah, he yeah uh, he definitely came out as a. Can I read the thing? The strong leader. Thing? Oh yeah, yeah. What was okay. the thing that you wanted so, to read? Because we were because we knew he was gonna have a press conference thing yesterday, mm-hmm. and, and I so wanted yeah, but it didn't. We were kind of I was kind of preparing for it. Mm-hmm. But he says this. So he went, uh, we see today that we can have lower, we can lower these numbers. We can slow the spread and flatten the curve. As it stands, by the end of this month, we may see as many as 80,000 people in Ontario afflicted with this terrible virus. Wow. Over 1,600 people could be dead by the end of April. That's 50 a day or two people an hour. Each one could be your brother, your sister, your mother, your father, your grandparents, or a friend. This virus could hit any of you uh, or your loved ones because it does not dis- this virus doesn't discriminate. It doesn't care about your race, religion, or creed. It doesn't care about your age. Anyone and everyone is at risk. We all have ourselves, and this is where I thought the strong leadership was really powerful. Mm-hmm. We all have to ask ourselves, what is the cost of a life? Mm-hmm. Is a cost of a life? Uh, is a life worth a picnic at the park? Is a life worth going to the beach? Is a life worth? having a few cold ones in the with your buddies in the basement? The answer is no. None of these things is worth as much as a life. Hmm. Uh, and I'm trying to think if I want to keep going. But, yeah, it was um, – yeah, so, so to everyone in Ontario, we need to listen. We need to listen to the, what the data tells us. We need to take action. We must take these warnings seriously. I can't struck, struck, stress enough. The situation is extremely serious. So it seems like our actions have drastically – yeah. Helped. Amazing. And yet, there's still more to be done. And yeah. I think I, 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 I don't know. I don't remember if I voted for Doug Ford. I don't think I did. But I'm really impressed by the way he is handling this sitch. Mm. And so it's pretty, pretty incredible. That's so, amazing. Yeah. And what good words for all of us to hear and remind ourselves: the inconvenience of the situation. Did you hear your boy Trump is uh, coming through to pay hospitals for people who don't have medical coverage? Really? That's what, yeah, I, I, that's what I put this down in, in great news <gasps> that this was That's happening. amazing. What other good news do we have? Wait, I just want to continue on this one. Because basically, her, in times of crisis, everyone becomes more like socialist. <laughs> well, I don't believe in social. Like, I don't, I, I don't think that that's a fair cater, categorization of what's okay. happening. Yeah. Um, but uh, I thought this would be an opportune time to tell the story of. When I made a Canadian out of you, and when I knew this relationship could work, and it was when we were dating. You remember this? Yes, I Did remember you know I was this. Tell you this? I Did, didn't know you were going to bring this story up. Oh, so uh, yeah, I guess I didn't prep you, but I meant like just now. Anyway, whatever. So we were walking, and we were talking about universal health care, mm-hmm. and you weren't about it because probably because you were raised American. Probably <laughs> when it comes down to it. Uh-huh. Yeah, you weren't for universal health care. Mm-hmm. And I made the argument that there are some services mm-hmm. that uh, the whole nation has to buy into so everyone can participate in. Roads, police services, mm-hmm. army. If if Japan went to war with America, the East Coast could not say, I'm not allowing my taxpayer dollars to go to the war because it doesn't affect me. Mm-hmm. It only affects the left part of America. Mm-hmm. So... And I argued that healthcare was the same. Mm-hmm. That, and to your credit, you considered it, mm-hmm. and then you agreed. And then I thought to myself, "Wow, I think I made a Canadian out of this girl." Mm-hmm. And I also thought thought to myself, "I think this could work." 
No, it, I, it did make a lot of sense to me. Um, and I think in times like this, when you see a pandemic, it makes even more sense of like, why, how, how do we best take care of our people? And whatever the answer to that is, is what I'm for. And so if yeah. universal healthcare happens to be what is best for everybody, then I'm for that. How do we take care of our people? Yeah, I won't keep harping because I, I feel like I'll start arguing with people who aren't in front of me. So uh-huh. I'm not going to do that. I thought you were going to tell a different story. Which one do you think I was going to tell? The one where you went to the hospital when we were dating. <laughs> I thought that's the story you were going to oh, tell. Oh, that was funny. Okay, so I, I there was one time when I was living in London and I started experiencing London, incredible Ontario. amounts of pain in my... Like stomach area. No, it was in my chest. chest. Oh. Um, it wasn't in like my the left side of my chest, mm-hmm. but it was in the like middle, lower, kind of by my sternum. <laughs> I was feeling tons amount of pain and it got so bad that I couldn't even... I was lying down on the couch mm-hmm. and I didn't, ha- I honestly didn't have the strength to go. I couldn't make it to the bathroom. Mm. I could barely walk. I could barely mm. get to the kitchen and stand still. Mm-hmm. Like I was in so much pain. And so I made the very painful decision to like, okay, I got to go to the hospital. Yeah. I went to the hospital. I waited for a long time. What? What is this story? It's getting there. You waited for a long time at the hospital? Yeah, and on the way to the hospital, I call you. Oh, okay, yeah. Is that, this it? That's the part of the story I thought you were telling. Well, okay, so anyway, long story short is it was gas. What? No, okay, gas, but yeah, that's not but the no, part no, of the story uh, no, that I, know, I was... No, I know, I know, I know. So anyway, I waited a long time. You're and then, botching this story. And then let I me take like, it over. Right, just, You're doing no, no, such I'm a bad job. The listeners there. don't care anymore. There. You've dragged this on it too ended long. It being just gas. That's not the point of the story. The point of the story is when I was driving to the hospital... <laughs> oh my god! I called my beautiful girlfriend slash fiance. I don't remember which one you were at the time. I don't remember. And, uh, and I was like, okay, I'm going to the hospital. And then I said, oh, I'm just going to drop by my friend's house she's a nurse i'm gonna pick up her parking pass so i don't have to pay for parking and uh and do you want to pick it up and i was like pay for parking why do you have to pay for parking at the hospital that's outrageous that's outrageous they make you pay for parking yeah and it was like 12 dollars or something you would have paid i'm like that's an insane amount of money to pay for parking at a hospital and you hit me with the i was like yeah but i don't have to pay for anything else yep and that was a sweet moment. I, it, I was bitter, but it was funny. That was really funny. It was really funny. Because I was like, how could you pay for parking at the hospital? And he's like, well, I don't have to pay. You have to pay for everything else. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, do you want to ask Reddit? Sure. Was there any other good news? I want to have good hear news. some more good news. Um, I love that um, Trump's paying for people's medical bills. That's yep. amazing. Okay. In billionaire good news. <laughs> okay, circling back to billionaires. Um, no, no, no. It's still in, it's in good news. Uh-huh. But uh, Bill Gates, uh-huh. he built he's building seven factories for seven different vaccines to fight COVID nineteen. Oh my gosh, amazing! That is amazing. I did hear a um, little thing. I did not read the whole article, but that he did an interview recently, and he said the only way for us to get back to normal is to have a vaccine. It makes sense. Yeah, he said we can't fully stop social distancing until we get a vaccine. That's a, that's a, that's a, yeah. Especially since the idea that you can get immunity after you get it is very shaky and people have been getting it multiple times. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't hear that. Yeah. I saw this one post. Sorry to poke at 
some anti-vaxxers, but it was kind of like, it was like, it was like for all you anti-vaxxers, here's the world without one vaccine. Yeah. And I was like, dang, son, that pretty, that pretty, that cut like a knife. It's true. Like, shoot. Not that I'm anti-vaxxer, but I'm just saying for those who are skeptical. Uh, I don't know. I thought. Anyway, yep. I'm going to stop. But, uh, okay, ask Reddit. Sure. What do we got? All right. Two two questions. Kay. One, uh, what movie ending ruined the whole movie for you? Oh, crap. Uh, <laughs> she just mouthed. I don't know if you heard that. She goes, I didn't think about this. That's because I told her this question last night. I said, this question is coming. By the way, so your boy has been doing a lot of prep and work for this <laughs> yes, podcast. Yes, you have. And do you remember when I, like, uh, last episode or two episodes ago, I was like, Natalie, get off your phone. I need to talk to you. And she's like, I'm trying to get the facts. And I'm like, listen, I need to talk to you. I'm like, do your prep work ahead of time. And she doesn't do any prep work. Like, listen, <laughs> no. everything we've talked about has been from my talking points. Except for the one. No, you had one. Yeah. You had one today. So <laughs> I normally have at least five things written down. But today, I didn't think we were doing one today. Until we were at Costco and you're like, let's do one. And no, I was like, Ugh. yesterday I told you. Oh, really? I didn't remember that. I asked you the Reddit question ahead of time because I told you. Oh, that's more. right. <laughs> Listen, there's no excuse. I <laughs> have been prepping all the time for the yeah, podcast. Yeah, your, your notes look awesome for this yes, podcast. Yes, I just want to say I'm the executive producer of this. You are, you are, you are. You do I, everything. I, I just show up. I put up the equipment. <laughs> yeah. I put up the capital for the equipment because I bought this before we got married. Yeah. And then... And I'm I'm out here producing this. Okay. Anyway, you are you are. Here's you are. here's here's the question is so you can think. Okay, I'm thinking. What movie ending ruined the whole movie for you? I will go first because mm. I didn't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What are you? Right. It's yours. So the movie ending that ruined the whole movie for me was, and it didn't ruin the movie in a sense, but I love and I hated this movie. I walked out of this movie. I said, "This is." The worst movie I've ever seen, but you have to watch it. And it was La La Land, which yeah. I know we haven't seen together. No. But La La Land is, it was so frustrating because it was such a, be- I'm not big on musicals mm-hmm. and like I do love love. So it was really fun. It was a great movie. Mm-hmm. I got wrapped up in the characters. I got wrapped up in the story. Mm-hmm. And then basically you have these two characters and both of them have these choices to make. Mm-hmm. Do I choose love or do I choose my dreams? And at the time we were dating, and that's like as a as a single person, mm-hmm. that's like such a hard hitting question. Do mm-hmm. I chase love or do I chase my dreams? And the truth is, for most people, those things aren't going to be mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. But it definitely feels that way. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely feels like many times you have to choose between your dreams or love. Yeah. And these two characters are faced with the same fork in the road. And then at the end of the movie, they both chose their dreams and they did not like stay in love and mm-hmm. they found other lovers or mm-hmm. one one of them at least found another like husband or something like that. And I was like, this is such a bunch of crap because like I saw when like they, they were arguing in the kitchen mm-hmm. and when they're arguing in the kitchen, he was doing all of these extra things because he thought she wanted him to do that. And it was just a big miscommunication that went unaddressed. And then fast forward however much time in their relationship, they're not together for no good reason. And they absolutely could have. Oh, and this is how they freaking did it. <laughs> so how they reveal it is the guy's playing at the bar. And basically, he you're seeing the perfect life where they both chase their dreams and they both chase each other. Mm-hmm. And they're in love with each other. And both of them has the best of everything. And then you realize... That was a, he was dreaming it up while he was playing on the piano. And then 
like the girl Emma Stone with her new husband or something comes into the picture like in the bar that he's playing and you realize oh they didn't choose each other and I was like I hate this movie I'm so sorry I was so mad and I talked about it for like a week after I saw the movie it definitely jarred me so that movie it is an amazing movie I highly recommend it I absolutely hate the movie because I just I, it just messed with me. I'm so sorry. Not like in a not in an existential sense, but I was just so pissed that they didn't get the, that they didn't choose each other. Man, that's all love is at the, at a certain point. That's true. Choosing another person. That's true. Is there any other any any movies that the ending totally wrecked the whole movie for you? I will say this: I can't remember every movie I've ever watched. I'm sure there have been plenty of movies that the ending has ruined it for me. Most recently, the most recent Star Wars. Oh, yeah. That ending was super weird. Yeah. There was a lot of questions. It's true. And I think it sucked. Yeah. And then when they tried to make, what's the girl's name again? Ray. Ray and Kylo Ren. Like, yeah. That, they were. They were like some connection and then they kissed. And then all of a sudden they kissed. That was the worst. I think I, I, I. We were, audibly, everyone in the audience was like, uh. I, I, I had a, an audible reaction in yeah. the theater and. It was uncomfortable because yeah. I was like, they never, they never led us in that direction that they were anything romantic, and mm-hmm. you never wanted them to be like no. intertwined. And even when he would constantly invite her to like rule the galaxy, yeah, I don't know. I just thought they were like siblings and stuff. So it totally threw me for a loop when when that kiss happened. That's a good point. Apparently, I saw someone post that they so the Star Wars movies have novels that accompany them. Oh, that's cool. That are like official novels. Oh, okay. Okay. So in the novel, you find out that the kiss was like a kiss of compassion and thanks and not necessarily like a romantic kiss. What? But like anyone who's watching the movie, you're just left with this like, what the frick? Wasn't it on the lips? Yeah. What kind of kiss of compassion happens on the lips? (laughs) Well, he was dying, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. It was weird. And then even how they ended, like... I would never kiss another woman out of compassion, just so you know. Thank you. Even if I was dying. He was dying, right? Yeah. If she was giving me mouth-to-mouth, that's the only exception. Thank you. But I would never... I would be dead, so it technically wouldn't wouldn't be my choice. I would choose... This mythical woman is kissing you as a dead body? And somehow I'm giving it as a kiss of compassion? I know, this is how stupid Star Wars is. (laughs) Yeah, even the way they, like, ended, like, the Skywalker thing. Yeah. With, like, her giving his lightsaber into the sand. And then she takes his name. She's Rey Skywalker. Oh, that was cool. I like that. I I don't know. The the whole thing was a stretch. The kiss kiss really botched it for me. The graphics were great. The graphics were great. I think my my hang-up with the, the new Star Wars is that... It took me till the very last movie to finally like the characters. Yeah. I was like, I was yeah. Like, I mean, I watched all three, but I didn't like the first two. No. I think I really wanted to like the first one. The second one, I just kind of knew I was in for the ride. Yeah. And the third one, I'm finally like, oh, I, I finally like these characters and the, mo- the whole series is done. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed. Yeah, I agree. I feel like I never really connected with Rey, mostly because it felt like she never connected with herself. <laughs> <laughs> 
dang counselor Nellie. <laughs> you know, she just, she was always on this journey and never had any sense of self-identity. And then you find out who she is. And then she finally is like, oh, this is who I am. Okay, we, you know what we have to do? We have to make a point when a good movie comes out, mm-hmm. we have to watch it ASAP so we can we can give the review on the podcast. Yeah, we should. That's well, there's a lot more that are coming out now, but straight to on demand or straight to. Oh, really? Yeah. Cause it's a good time for a movie to be released from a studio perspective. Because you know everyone's... You know what they should do is only release, like, you have to pay 10 bucks. Like, it's, it's $20. on no subscription, yeah. whatever. Yep, that's what they're doing. Oh, okay, there you go. So, <laughs> with... <laughs> I should be a movie exec. <laughs> with movies that were supposed to be released, um, and then some they've pushed back their theatrical release, but some they're just releasing right online, and it's $20. That's a good price. It's going to be four people at home. Yep. Five bucks a person. That's a great... That's a good price. It's expensive, okay. but okay. The 20 bucks... We would spend way more on a date. We would spend... I guess, but I'm not at the theater, and I'm not buying popcorn. I'm just looking at the movie. Uh, I think that's a fair price. It's, yeah. All right, all right, all right. Um, okay, last question. This mm-hmm. one was given to us, not by Reddit, even though this... So, the la- we try to end off the podcast. Mm-hmm. We're going to be ending off the podcast with a couple of questions. Yes. From Ask Reddit. So, that's the hope. We want to start off with duking it out when we're... When we got some tiff. Riled up. Some sort of good news that okay. we're chatting about. Yeah. Uh, we don't mind going deep on some issues because I think that's kind of fun. I think it's fun. Hopefully you think it's fun. Yeah. Um, and then, so, so. Do you not really not like it? Sometimes I just feel like it brings me down. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, don't bring me down. What's that uh, one song? That one, bring me down. It's a One Direction song. I don't know. Down, down. I don't know. Okay. And anyway, we're going to end off with Ask Reddit. So obviously the movie question was the first one from Ask Reddit. That one was actually from Ask Reddit. Mm -hmm. This one was uh, given to us by our, by my Mm sister-in-law, your sister. My little sister. And, uh, and I thought, I was like, all right, Um, do you sit or stand when you wipe? Mm -hmm. I asked her earlier, we were FaceTiming and I said, do you have any questions? Do you have anything you'd like us to talk about on the podcast? And she said, actually I do. Do you sit or stand when you wipe? And I thought... And she's debating with her and her boyfriend and her friends. Yes. This is their debate. Um, so you're welcome. We're going to settle the debate for you. And I said... Wait, wait, wait. We should say it on three and see if we have the same answer. Yeah, because you didn't answer it earlier. Do you sit or do you stand when you wipe? This wait, is what so did easy. I say? Okay. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Okay. On... Th- I'm going to say one, two, three. Okay. And then like on the quote unquote go, that's when we'll say... Okay. Okay, ready? One, two, three, sit. Sort of... What? Sort of... You sit? Yes. How do you... I, like, lift a cheek. Yeah, that's still sitting. Oh. I kind of, like... It's like a half stand. But I leave one cheek on, one cheek off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's still sitting. You can't... Unless you're a psycho that's reaching (laughs) from the front. That's, like... (laughs) What kind of... Are you kidding me? That's like, that's nuts. Unless you're a psycho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. No one reaches from the front. That's problematic. Like, that's, anyway. I you, feel like I could out someone right now. I'm thinking of someone who I know reaches from You the know front. someone who kills people? She, you know, I don't know if she does now, but I have lived with her for a long time. Do not say her name. Not a roommate. Oh. A family member. No. I'm mouthing things to her, by the way. No. <laughs> that totally got picked up on the mic. No. <laughs> My little sister used to go from the front. And I was like, are you kidding me? 
<laughs> no, stop it. Oh my gosh, I didn't know she was a psycho. Okay. Literal psychopath. I'm sure uh, she, her times have changed now. She's probably much yeah, more cool. Yeah, you lift but up But when one you're cheek. like a 10-year-old, maybe you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, probably not. Um, no one teaches you this stuff. It's true. Um, so yeah, you lift up you lift up one cheek and you reach around back and you handle yourself. Mm-hmm. Anyone else that does anything different is psycho. The standing thing is interesting to me. Standing? Why would you... That's. Can I tell you why that's problematic? This is new. I shouldn't. But um, can I tell you why that's bad? Why is it bad? Because once you stand, don't you kind of just like close the sandwich? Oh, I see what you're saying. That's so bad. Don't ever stand. Like, no. And like, things get a little smushed. You keep it... Clean it while you're open for business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. I, I mean, I, I agree. Yeah. I, I think... Standing? Who does that? I don't know. I'm a big fan of... Also using like, um, like Cottonelle wipes as well. Just keeping things clean and fresh, and making sure that you're fully dressed. Do you think that um, everyone's gonna do Cottonelle wipes one day? My reservation mm, is even though they say flushable, I've heard that they're not actually flushable. No, I like yeah. from the toilet standpoint they are, but from the sewer standpoint, I heard yeah, they're not. Yeah, I heard they're so. Not. I don't like the idea in case... Like, yeah, you it, just throw them out. I just throw them out. You throw them out? Yep. I don't... I feel like I'm more concerned now. What do you mean? There's tons of places that throw out their toilet paper. <sighs> You're technically right. But the reason why they throw out their toilet paper is because the sewage isn't built for toilet paper. Which the sewage isn't built for the wipes. So I throw out the wipes. You know what? You might got... You might... You might. Listen, you try to come for me with all these little nitpicky things? <laughs> Let me just tell you, Linda, listen. <laughs> Hold on. Preferably, you, I know you got me. You got me. You yeah. got me. I'm, not, I'm trying to get out of it, but I'm like, for fun. I'm not actually upset or anything, but I'm like, is there a way I can win this argument? Just let it be. If you can adequately clean yourself without <laughs> a flushable wipe, wouldn't that be better for the environment? Shouldn't you just do that? But I think it comes down to like... You know, the same argument everyone's... Same argument people make for bidets. You want to yeah, just... Yeah, yeah. I'm just messing with you. I'm, I don't want to argue too much because I actually agree with you. I think I think a wet wipe, whether it's by bidet or actually like a cottonelle, is going to be the way of the future. I'm actually yeah. with you. Yeah. I just want to give you a hard time. <sighs> this is why I've been having such a hard time in my life right now. Not this quarantine. It's my own husband. <sighs> um, okay, what time is it? I'm going to check the time. It's 4.04. Um, okay. I told the boys I was going to play War, Warzone with them at 4. So you're saying you need to wrap up this podcast because you have a previous engagement? I'm saying... Yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. Is that cool? <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. All right. Peace, everybody. Bye, guys. <laughs>